You are listening to the Intuitive Healing Connection. Hi, my name is Gina Stroll, and I am your host. I am best known as the down-to-earth intuitive healer that doesn't sugarcoat the truth. I walk my clients through the healing process and help them heal from their past so that they can find peace and joy again. If you are interested in healing your past, tapping into your spiritual side to receive your own answers, finding your own clarity and discovering your own wisdom, then you are in the right place. I am here to lead the way and help you discover your intuitive connection. I'm so excited that you're here. Thank you for joining me today. I am so excited for today's podcast. So let's dive in. Today, we're going to talk about healing your past and really learning to discover parts of you that maybe you didn't know were there. So as I was getting ready to record this podcast, the thing that came up for me is talking about things in my life. I love sharing stories and experiences with you that I have had that can maybe help you in your life. And maybe as I share these vulnerable stories, hopefully you will take something out of those that maybe can help you step out of your heartache and your grief. A lot of times, we go through a lot of grief and we lose people that we love. And that's really what I want to talk about today is really healing from grief and learning to understand why we were here and what we are doing and connecting to that spiritual side of ourselves and realizing that our loved ones are never gone. So as a medium, I've worked with the spirit world for several years now, and I loved doing my mediumship development I was able to meet some really cool people along my journey of mediumship development. Because of that, it really changed my perspective on life and why we're here and where our loved ones go when they're not with us anymore. But I need to backtrack before I talk about all of that because um, back in 1991, yes, I am a few years old, was the year that I was supposed to graduate. And that was also the year about three weeks before graduation that um, my brother decided to take his own life. Now, for our family, as you can imagine, this was very devastating. As we start talking about suicide, you know, trying to deal with the effects of suicide when you realize that someone didn't want to be here anymore, they didn't want to live their life anymore, um, that can be a very challenging, and death in itself is already a challenge. But you throw suicide in the mix, that changes some things. Um, when I did readings, suicide and um, murder to me were about the the hardest things for people to really wrap their head around. And especially if you're missing that spiritual connection, you're missing that spiritual side. And when my brother decided to take his life, we were were very close. Um, I wrote a book on this, um, My Fear Breakthrough, um, A Medium's Journey. To embracing spirit, I have all of my story in there on my brother about losing my brother and really he's the reason that I do what I do today. He really is the reason that I have decided to carry on and help other people because I remember when he passed away and I remember thinking if I could help just one person, if I could just make a difference in one person's life and help them feel like they mattered and that they had a purpose in being here, it would make all of the grief, all of the sadness, all the sorrows, it'd make it worth it. And that really was my 
what started really this whole thing. I didn't know how I was going to make that happen. I was a senior in high school at the time. I had no idea how that would play out in my lifetime, nor would I have even thought for a minute that I would be sitting here, you know, all these years later. It was 30 years this past year since my brother has passed away, and I never thought that I would be sitting here talking to people about intuitive healing and healing their lives and grief and sadness and sorrow in this way. I figured that I would go on and, you know, do nursing or go get a degree of some sort, you know, social work or, you know, I don't know. I had no idea that this is how it would play out for me. But this is how it has played out and it has been marvelous. But as we were going through the motions and the grief and the sadness and the sorrow, it was really tough. And it was really learning to understand why, you know, we all want the the question to be answered why. Sometimes we don't get the answers that we want. Sometimes we just don't know. But I remember as I dealt with that grief and, and I understood Mike had, he had a rough life. Um, he was in to drugs. There was lots of alcohol. There was lots of things. We were about 17 months apart and he had really just struggled for a lot of years. And as I was sitting with that and thinking about it, I knew that it was Mike's mission. I knew that 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 he was not meant to be here for many, many years. I just knew it. I just knew in my heart of hearts. I didn't know at the time how I knew that, but I just knew it. Fast forward a few years from then is really when I started discovering who I was. And I hadn't allowed myself up to that point really discover that I had these abilities, that I had the ability to connect with spirit, although I'd been doing it my whole life and didn't understand, didn't know that's what it was. I, it scared the crap out of me because I've seen spirit and heard spirit and a lot of crazy things from young, very young in my life. Um, but being raised in a very religious family, we never talked about it. I never shared it. I felt very different. I didn't know what it was. And I just knew I knew in my heart that I couldn't share it with my family and with my parents, get the reaction that I, that I was really needing that. And so I didn't, I kept it hidden. I I hid it from everybody for a lot of years. Nobody knew. And as I started exploring my healing options, really, because if you've listened to my earlier episodes, that's what I started. I really started exploring my healing options. And as I started doing that, I realized, oh my gosh, as I was doing that and I was waking up, those hits, those spirits, those things were coming at me, not coming at me, but I was seeing them more vivid. I was understanding it. I was really learning to understand what it was. And oh my gosh, my whole world, like, it was like fireworks when I realized this is what's going on. And my brother, I realized, had been trying to connect with me for a lot, a long time too. And he really needed that connection. And so through my development, I was able to get that connection. Um, I actually had another friend who was also, she happened to be in my life at the time and was able to connect with spirit as well and really gave me the message that I needed to go forward and really helped Mike with the message that he needed so that he could move on in his development to on the other side. And really dealing with death to me, the way that we deal with grief and the way that I have learned to deal with grief is I have to understand that it's not just this life. It's not just what we see here in front of us. Yes, death is hard because that physical body is no longer with us. We can't pick up the phone and call them anymore and we can't, 
you know, have those conversations. And if we feel a lot of shame and sadness and sorrow, if you feel like, you know, in my case, I felt like I could have saved Mike, that I should have been the one because we were close. I was the last one to talk to him on the phone. And I remember this is the one thing that I had the hardest time with is that I remember our last conversation and he told me that I just didn't understand And I begged him, please just tell me what I don't understand because I will help you. I will do whatever I can. And he said, no, you don't understand. And he hung up the phone on me. And that was the last time that I spoke to him. And so I had that playing over and over and over in my head of him telling me that I just didn't get it. Well, he was right. I didn't get it. I was a 17-year-old kid still living in my parents' house. Him and my parents were not speaking. They were not on good terms. And it was a tough place to be. He was right. I didn't get it. But it broke my heart that I couldn't have helped him and that I couldn't have saved him. And I realized many years later that he was right. I couldn't have helped him because it wasn't my job to help him. Um, It wasn't my job to save him. His mission here was to help me grow and heal and learn and become the woman that I am today because it is because of that experience that I can work with people who have been through suicide and I have so much compassion and so much love. I can work with people who have lost their loved ones because I understand what that's like. I can sit in that shoe with them. I can be in that space with them and really help them and encourage them to see the spiritual side of it, but also deal with their grief and release those heavy emotions and that shame and that sadness and that sorrow and all of the emotions that come with grief, that anger. There is so much anger wrapped up in it. I was mad at Mike for many years. I remember the day I got married and I was so mad at him because we had been close for so long and he was not there on that day with me. And even my husband asked how I could be mad at someone who was dead. And I'm like, I'm being whatever I want to be at him because he chose to exit. And I was so angry with him. There's nothing wrong with that. You know, we like to glorify the dead a lot. We like to think that, oh my gosh, you know, we can't say anything bad about him because they're going to hear us now. Yeah, they will hear you. The thing is, is that they're hearing you through their spiritual senses now. And they understand why you would be mad at him. Why wouldn't you be mad? That's what I always said. said later after that situation. I was like, why wouldn't you be mad? I did. I wanted to punch him in the gut that day. If he would have been here, I probably would have punched him because I was so, I just missed him. And I wanted him to be part of my life. I named one of my sons after him. His name was Michael. I named one of my kids after him because he was such a big part of my life. And I just wanted him to be there. And and I still today, you know, I would do anything. But I also know that I can connect with him at any time. And I can call his name out, and he is right there. He has guided me many times. He has saved my kids many times through their teenage craziness. It's just he's always been a part of our lives, and I know that. And sometimes when I tell people that that are in heavy grief, they don't want to hear it because they're still in that mad place, and that's okay. You'll come to terms with it when you're ready. But we don't have to stay there. We can learn to work through it. We can learn to walk through our grief. One of my very deepest opportunities that I had, one of our good friends got very sick. He asked me to come start doing Reiki healing for him. And so we did that. We really 
walked him through that process, made him as comfortable as possible as we could. But the other thing that I got to do on the other side of that is really work with his family and work with his wife and help her come to terms in her heart with what was going on and where we were headed and and continue to help her today really deal with all the aftermath of losing her husband, of the changes that have come to her family. You know, there's there's so many emotions wrapped up in grief and we should walk through every single one of them. There's nothing wrong with any of them. There's nothing wrong with being mad, being sad, being devastated, having our expectations shot down. It's just learning to accept those as part of our their feelings. They're just feelings and emotions. They are simply an energy. And when we can learn to understand, yes, you're going to have feelings about every situation, everything that happens to your life, big or small, you're going to have emotions and feelings about it. But it's really learning to accept that, to walk through them, to honor them and let them go. The biggest mistake I think that we make is holding on to them for years and years and years because that's what brings sickness to our physical body. That energy has to go somewhere and it starts messing with the the rhythm and the flow of your physical body. And the longer they stay there, the more havoc they cause. And so if we can really learn, and this has been my learning process, I've had to learn it too, to not shove those emotions down, to not bury them deep in the roots and the ground in your physical body, but really honoring them, being angry, doing all the things, walking through the motions, and then letting them go because there's not they're not yours to keep. Having emotions and feelings is simply part of your human experience here. But we have to learn to do that again. And if you have been taught like I have been taught to suck it up, to shut up, to just curl up in the corner and do what you're told, that is not dealing with anything. That is shoving them off to the side and hoping that they'll go away. And I promise you they do not go away. They will multiply (laughs) and they will continue to grow until you really take a good look at them. And, and I've seen some of this happen in my own. I've been having my own physical issues lately, and it's been really interesting to unpack all of that and see what that is. You know, there's nothing wrong with having these problems. We just have to learn to deal with them. And to, I, I love dealing with all of it from a medical point of view, from an energetic point of view, and really working through all of it and letting that go. So really working with her for a few years now has been really one of the most rewarding things as a healer and watching her family be able to work through this grief. And I can sit with her and relate with her because I know and understand what that feels like, what that loss feels like. But we have to learn to see things through spiritual eyes. And that is my that is my goal here. Yes, we're in the physical world. Yes, we have things that are going to happen. But if you can remember that spiritual side and why you're here, And what you're here to do, it makes all these things so much easier to deal with. And when we get out of our own ego head, a lot of times when we get caught up in grief, the the grief is our feelings about what is going on. That sadness and sorrow definitely is the years that we've spent together and the love that we've shared. But the suffering part comes in when we are looking at what we have lost 
And I know that's hard sometimes for people to understand. They're like, what? Like, no, that is what we feel that we have lost. That is a lot of what is causing the pain. Yes, there is the fact that you can't pick it up and talk to them on the phone anymore. But it is that physical, that loss inside of us, that grief inside of us really is what we have lost here and those expectations. And our loved ones want us to deal with that. They want you to be able to move forward and not grieve them for 40 years. You know, it's they never would want you to do that. I promise you, there is no spirit on the other side that's like, I wish they would have grieved me another year longer. You know, they they're part of their mission when they pass on is to help you deal with their loss. And they want you to be happy again. They want you to find joy. They want you to move forward in your life. They want you to find that spouse or find that mate or to really you know, continue on with your life because they understand that they were a small part of your journey here and you still have time to live. You still have things to do and they get that. They understand that and they want nothing more for you. I remember when I did finally connect with my brother and that was one of the messages from him is that, you know what? I just want my family to be happy, to understand that it was my time to go. Even though it was suicide, I knew that like I knew that like I still know it today. And he has told me that, that it was his time to go and that his soul knew that and it was time to exit. It was the way that it was planned to be that he he just knew that it was his time to go. And as I say, it was a plan. I don't believe we have anything set in stone. We do get to choose, but I believe his soul knew that it was his time to be done. And he took care of that. Um, that wasn't my choice to make. My part of that was all the lessons that I learned from losing him, all the grief and the things that I've been able to heal from because of what I experienced with that. And now being able to roll that over and to see all these years later, the many people that I've helped work through suicide, work through grief, work through the loss of a loved one, um, that to me is priceless. And he gave me that gift. Had I not been through that, I would not have that experience. I would not be able to do that because I wouldn't understand it like I do today. So when we can see things for what they are, see things through the spiritual eyes, it makes our grief a little less hard, a little less, um, you know, we're still going to have our days. We're still going to have our moments and you should. You absolutely should. And as I say that, I'm not telling you you shouldn't grieve. That's not what I'm saying. In fact, I'm telling you just the opposite. You absolutely should go through all of the emotions. And then when you are working through that, understand that there's a bigger plan here that you may not be seeing. There's a bigger sense of understanding here that you just may not know. And it's taken me 30 years, well, 20 years to figure all that out. You know, it's like it took a while to see how this would play out for me in my life. But now looking back, I wouldn't change a dang thing. I've had people tell me that I am, you know, insensitive to this. And it's not insensitive. It is an understanding. When we refuse to see things in the bigger light, I think that's when we go through more suffering. That's when it takes longer for this healing process to happen. It's when it, you know, we never really heal from it. I'm sure you guys have all met people who've never really healed from losing a loved one. And it's because I I feel, you know, they're just, it's harder to look at that big picture. It's harder to see things in that bigger picture. 
And we get so swallowed up in this humanness and the suffering and how horrible it is and how terrible it is and what that loss is. To me, losing a loved one is an opportunity to create a new relationship with them in spirit because they will connect with you every single day. They will leave you messages. They will leave you feathers all over the place. Whatever it is that you set up as a sign for them, they will do it because they want you to heal. They want you to know that they are with you every single day. They want you to know that they're here for every birth of a child, every, you know, all the special moments for the marriages, for all the things that happen. They're still here with you. I met with one of my VIP students yesterday who her her sister happened to come through. And I said, you need to tell your sister to quit waking your baby up all night long. And she laughed. She's like, is that the problem? She's not sleeping again. And we kind of chuckled because she was taking that opportunity to connect with her daughter. Now, two o'clock in the morning is not okay with me. (laughs) But it was an opportunity for her to get a message and to really see that in her life, Her sister was still there for her. And this is how our loved ones still connect with us every single day. This I know. This I know from the bottom of my heart. I've watched it in my own life. I watched it in the life of my clients. There's always those messages. There's always those little things along the way from our loved ones letting us know that they're still here. To me, when we talk about heaven and the religion world and where that's at, it's right here with us. They don't leave. Their form just changes. We put this physical body to rest. That's the only thing that's going to rest. Their soul still lives on. Their soul is still moving forward. Their soul is still growing. Maybe their soul needed a break. And that's where my brother was at. His soul was tired and it needed a break. And that's okay. We have to honor that. We have to honor those choices. We have to honor that and know that it's all part of our spiritual growth because we do not know the impact that that will make. And in my case, the major impact that it has made on my life all these years later. So I hope this has been helpful for you today. I'm grateful that you're all here. I can't wait to connect with you on the next one. And so we will see you all very soon. Bye-bye for now. I sincerely hope you enjoyed today's episode. I love connecting with my people. So if you would like to get in touch with me, you can email me at GinaStroll at GinaStroll.com. You can find me on Facebook and Instagram and on YouTube as GinaStroll Intuitive Healing. And of course, if you have any interest in anything that we talked about today, all of my stuff is available on my website at GinaStroll.com. And again, thank you for joining me and I can't wait for us to connect up again. Have a great day.